Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Here to Help. I'm Kevin. And I am so glad that you've taken time to join us as we step out into this new series, this new year, this new um, season of our podcast. And I'm so glad that you've taken time to join us as we talk about the, just the things of life on how to be victorious, how to live, how to be a good Christian, how to just handle the, the things of life. And I'm so glad that you've taken time to do that. And I'm just so excited about this episode. We're continuing our, our talk about um, striving for mastery in our lives. And I'm so um, just encouraged about the folks that have listened and jumped back in for this new season. And as we continue our study and our talk, our, our journey into learning how to have this mastery of life, and I hope that you stick around with us, and I'm glad you do. If you did not listen to last week, please go back first and listen to last week. That's the introductory, introductory, introductory talk about um, what it means to, to strive for mastery. We talked about the Bible verses and, and the foundation of that. We'll get into a little bit of that today. Um, in review, but um, been a good week, been a good week. We got to celebrate my eldest. She turned 26 yesterday, so I didn't get this recorded yesterday because we are partying hard with the children, and uh, which means, you know, a lot of food and cake and ice cream and that sort of thing. Um, but so I just thought I'd sit down and record and just spend some time with you today as I give you my heart as we walk down in this journey of striving for mastery in our life. And uh, stick with us. Stick with me. I don't know why I always say us. Maybe I have multiple personality disorder. I don't know. Uh, my wife joins me um, a couple times um, a month as we record on Facebook. So maybe that's why I say us. Or maybe I'm just, I need some counseling. I don't know. But, uh, but join us. Join me as we talk about striving for mastery and what that actually looks like in our lives. And we'll get right into it. Last time we were together, we started opening up the ball about talking about these two different passages of Scripture that Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and 2 Timothy chapter 2, and this foundation of learning what it means to strive for mastery in our life. And of course, Paul is talking about our Christian walk and our um, living for Christ and living for others and uses the illustrations of uh, an athlete, use the illustration of a warrior, use the illustration of a farmer, a husbandman. And as we tried to talk about last week about what the foundation of striving for mastery really is, we, we basically boiled it down to this of just learning what it means to be tempered, learning what it means to be controlled in all things as we strove to master this thing called temperance, this thing called self-control, this thing called um, being the best that we can be or striving to be the best that we can be in a certain area or even all areas of our life. And we talked about that quite a bit last week, and I want to continue that this week as we really open up the ball and really start to digest and dissect this thing of striving for mastery in our life. I got to thinking before we recorded um, about, have you ever watched an athlete, 
doesn't matter which sport, doesn't matter what um, thing they're doing, whether it be weightlifting or martial arts or um, team sports like football, baseball, that sort of thing. You look at their lives, and when it comes to that area, when it comes to their sports, when it comes to their efficiency, when it comes to their performance, when it comes to their physical body, they have done their best or at least made an attempt to make it the best that they can be, to um, to hone their body down, to get the strength and the endurance and the focus and the ability and the experience and the knowledge necessary for reaching a level of mastery so that they could be what they need to be to perform in their sports. And and, and this covers area any area of life, whether it be our, our Christian walk, whether it be ministry, whether it be our, our relationships, um, whether it be how you keep your home, whether it be how you raise your children, whether it be anything in life, there's something about getting to the point where you are striving, you are working toward being good at what you do. And there should be something in our heart, something in our spirit that drives us to not just be uh, mediocre, that drives us to not just be okay, to drive us to not just be, eh. But, but there should be something in our life, in our spirit, that we strive to be something good, something whole, something in control, something um, victorious to where we're striving for mastery. What does that look like? What does that look like when you see the weightlifter or the 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 um, race car driver or the athlete or the um, the really good parent or the really good husband or wife? What does that look like in their life? If we were to dissect the background of their life, how does someone get to the point where they're striving for, they're working at, they're they're pushing themselves to get? to somewhere in life that they have victory, they have some temperance, they have some self-control, and they're getting better and better and better at what they do, where they're striving for. And there's a lot of areas that that we're going to get into. Um, I still have quite a few episodes prepared for um, this topic. But today I just want to sit down and ask these simple questions. Where do I start? Who do I ask? What does it really look like for someone to strive for a level of mastery in their life? What does that look like? And I want to just ask some questions or make some statements to get you thinking in your life of, God, what do I need to really be a good Christian, to be a good mom, to be a good husband, to be a good parent, to be a good worker, to to be victorious in my Christian life, to be a good servant or minister, um, to be a good um, employee or a good leader or a good boss? What do I do? What does that look like? Where do I start? So today I just want to just take another, this would almost be another introductory um, talk or lesson or episode about what does that look like as I am striving for mastery in my life? What does that look like? And so let me just ask you some questions or make some statements and just kind of get this ball rolling as we're in this new year, we're a couple weeks into the new year, if you're listening to this when I first post it, 
Uh, this is January 16th, the day that I'm, I'm recording this and going to post it. And as we're facing this new year, when we're facing these, these goals and dreams and desires and want-tos and um, things that we want to reach, whether it be personal, personally in our life, whether it be our finances, our relationships, our walk with the Lord, whatever those things are, how am I going to get from where I'm at into starting the process to get to where I want to be? I have some goals this year. I know within by springtime, I want to be able to test for my next level in karate. That's one of my goals. Um, I want to lose another 15, 20 pounds. Um, I want to focus on some areas of my life that could use some fine-tuning. Um, some friends and I are, are really together as we talk. We're talking about um, really working on our prayer lives and really learning what it means to get a hold of God in our lives. And as I'm, as I'm working through these things, it's helping me understand <clears throat> what it really means to strive for some master in life where I get some self-control in my life to, to where I can get myself on the path of reaching that level of mastery. Last week, we talked about um, the trades, about um, contractors, how they can get to the point where they have a title, a, a license of being a master, whether it be an electrician or plumber or whatever. So let me ask you some questions or make some statements and help you get some, some thoughts. And, and I pray that this will just stimulate you to really want to figure out what it means to strive for mastery. First thing I want to say as I, as I want to approach this thing of mastery, I have to decide if this is really what I want. Is this really what I want? I was going through some discouraging time, first of winter, um, and I was struggling in some things in my life, and I started looking at the time and energy and effort and money and things that I put into the martial arts. And so I started to really break down and figure out, is this really what I want? Do I really want to continue my training in Kempo Karate or um, Combat Jiu-Jitsu? Do I really want to keep working on my ground game with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Is this really what I want? As I'm looking at spiritual things in my life and I'm, and I'm seeking what um, and the next level of, of prayer life in my life, and, and is that really what I want? Is that an area in my spiritual walk that I really want to work at? As I look at our ministry, and I was talking to um, my, my co-pastor um, on Saturday. We were at the church working for a few hours, and we started talking about church and ministry and, and what the goals are and the things that we want to see in our church and in and, 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 and our ministries and our outreach. What does that look like? Are those the things that we really want? So if I'm going to start down this road of mastery, I've got to stop and realize, is this what I want? I remember a few years ago, I was moonlighting um, on evenings and weekends with um, a friend of mine who's a master electrician. And he was really encouraging me um, to maybe even go and start taking the schooling necessary to get my licensing for an, uh, for an electrician. And I can put my hours underneath his master license and I can work, at to work toward becoming an electrician myself. And he said, Kevin, I've got the master 
license. He said, you can work underneath underneath my license and you can get your hours in. All you have to do is put in the time and the effort and get some training and we can work on you getting your own electricians um, certifications and licensing. And I stopped to think about it and I, and I, and I prayed about it and I meditated on it. I said, is this really what I want? Do I want to spend my life with the fear of electrocuting myself? But as, as Mike and I prayed about it and we thought about it, that was just not the, the direction that I thought God was leading us to. So I stopped really focusing on, on making that a possibility because that wasn't what I wanted. Second thing I'd like to say is that as I've determined this is what I really want, I have to realize and determine what the cost is, what the cost is. As I was going through at the late fall, early winter, and I was breaking down and, and thinking about maybe putting a pause or or stepping out of martial arts training, and and I'd made the decision that that yes, I I still want this. I still want to pursue um, higher belting, higher training. I still want to pursue a mastery of the martial arts. I still want to work on that in my life because it's very good for me. It's good for my family. It's just good. But as I, I determined that's what I wanted to do, I had to stop and realize, okay, what is the cost? There's the monthly dues. There's the purchasing equipment. And there's the washing of, of gear every day or two. There's the, the, the time invested in going to classes. There's the practicing at home. There's the, the, the flashcards as I'm learning my, my, my combinations. There, there's an investment of time needed for me to reach a level of mastery in the martial arts, in, the, in these, um, this, this, uh, this forms of martial arts that I'm training, that there is a cost involved. I can't just walk in, pay $1,000, and then walk out with a black belt. There is a huge cost, and it's not just money, but it's time, it's effort, it's energy, it's thoughts, it's, it's emotions, it's a mental state. There's a cost involved if, if I'm going to strive for mastery in, in the, the martial arts thing that, I, that, I'm, that I'm seeking. It, it, I've got to determine that cost. So as I determine that's what I want to do and I determine the cost, I must next come to the point where I have to eliminate anything that will keep me from it. it will, I'll have to eliminate things that will slow me down. It'll, I'll have to eliminate things that will drive me to quit. So as I'm seeking, and I know I always use the, the martial arts because that's just something our family's involved in, but this is for anything. My wife and I are striving to pay off a, um, like her medical debt from her surgeries. We're trying to save up money to reservice our driveway. We're, there's some financial goals or that, we, that we need to reach that we're striving for. And if we're going to reach those goals, guess what? I have to determine that's what I really want. I have to realize that there's a cost involved. And I've got to eliminate those things in my life that'll keep me from reaching those goals. So when I look at our financial goals, I realize that I just can't spend a million dollars a week on Amazon. I can't just go out to lunch every day at work. I can't go down to the Dunkin' Donuts and get a latte every three hours. I've got to understand, I've got to eliminate those things that will keep me from my my goal of striving for victory, striving for temperance, striving for mastery. 
I've got to eliminate those things. Why? Because they'll discourage me. They'll make me want to quit. I'll get distracted. I'll get turned off to the side. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a sport. It doesn't have to be just losing weight. It doesn't have to be financial goals. But in every area of our life, realize there are things that will keep me from reaching that point where I'm growing and I'm building and I'm pushing towards something. I've got to eliminate those things. As I'm striving to lose some weight to help me in my martial arts, help me with my physical health. This last week, I started just eliminating seconds at dinner time, uh, uh, eating when I'm not hungry, of going to bed with a pretty much empty stomach at night. Why? Because I, I've got to eliminate those things that'll keep me from reaching those goals that I'm striving for. So I'm, I'm, I'm determining what I want. I'm I'm understanding the cost and be willing to pay it. I'm eliminating things from my life that'll either slow me down, keep me from it, or drive me to quit. Next, I must set the necessary mindset for reaching that mastery. I've got to get the mindset of of doing what is necessary to reach that mastery. If I'm going to reach my physical goals of losing weight and be in better health, I can't sit there and 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 discourage myself by walking through the the ice cream section at Walmart. I've got to have a mindset, uh, a determination that I'm going to reach these goals. I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to get my my blood work numbers to where they need to be. I'm going to do those things that necessary. I've got to set the mindset. I've been striving for my my brown belt in in karate, and just there's been setbacks, and there and we're gonna talk about that in a couple of weeks. But but I've I've got to constantly make sure I have the mindset that I'm striving for that next goal. I'm striving for the next belt. I'm striving for um, getting good memorization of the things of the curriculum that I need for that next level of my of my martial arts training. I've got to have the mindset. So I've decided this is what I want. I've determined the cost. I'm, I'm working at eliminating those things that will either slow me down or drive me to quit. I will, I will set my mind. Remember when Jesus, he said, I must needs go through Samaria. He knew that there was that lady at the well that was needing him. Next, I've got to inform those around me that this is what I'm doing. I've got to inform those around me that this is what I want to do. Number one, so they can be an encouragement to me, and also so I'm just making having good communication that this is what I'm striving for. How dare I go on a on a strict diet and not tell my wife that that's what I'm doing? Got to let her know. Yeah, please don't bring cake home every couple of days. That's just not going to work for me. Why? Because there's something about making sure those that are in intimate. Um, area of my life that they know this is what I'm doing in my life. I'm striving for mastery. I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to improve my prayer life. I'm trying to be a better pastor, a better husband, a better father. I'm trying to be a, um, a better martial artist. And it would be good and necessary to tell those around me that these are the things that I'm working on. They've got to know. Next. I'm running out of time, so I'm trying to hurry through these. I must have a realistic plan. I am, in just a couple of months, I'll be turning, I'll be hitting the big 50. It was easy. When I was in my 30s, I needed to lose 20 pounds. I just, 
avoided one meal and there's 10 pounds. Maybe I was eating too much back then. I don't know. But I've got to have realistic goals. I looked at my son as he's going through the martial arts and he's just surpassed me. He's just, he just like lit a rocket engine underneath himself and he just took right off and just flying through progress. Me is a little bit different. I'm almost 50. And I've got to have a realistic goal as I'm striving for these things in my life and I'm growing and I'm trying to be a better husband, a better father, a better employee, a better pastor, a better um, all these other things that I'm doing that at my age and my physical ability and my mindset and, and my busyness and my schedule and my responsibilities, I just can't go to every martial arts class that's out there and make sure that I'm trying to keep up with my 18-year-old son. It just doesn't make sense. My little girl, she's to the point now where she's just about to the same level in Kempo that I am. I was like, man, I was working really hard and got ahead. And now she's catching up. But I've got to have, I've got to be realistic. I've got to understand that not everybody's the same. I've got to be realistic in in this this temperance, in this this growth in my life. As I'm talking about like my spiritual life, my prayer life, and trying to hone down to, to just go to that next level of walk with God in my life, I've got to be realistic that I cannot drop all the responsibilities of life and pray for six hours a day. I just can't. I don't have the time. I've got job and family and responsibilities and ministry, and there's things that I have to do in life that I can't just stop and just pray for six hours every day. Got to be realistic. But I can pray a little bit more than I do. I can cut out some screen time and add some prayer time. I can cut out some screen time and add some some reading time or some meditation time. I've got to have a realistic plan. Next, number seven. I've got to embrace the change. I've got to embrace a change. If I'm going to reach mastery, if I'm going to gain temperance in my life, if I'm going to push and grow and build and become better, I've got to embrace change. There are changes that have to take place in order for me to reach the level of temperance that I that I want. Last winter, I got really sick. Um, I had, um, I have a very mild form of celiac disease, which means I can't have wheat. I can't have um, gluten. And so I had to embrace a change in my lifestyle. And that makes it difficult. I can't just go out and get a sandwich. I just can't go eat a donut. I can't just go have a pizza. Why? Because I just can't. If I was going to not remain sick and I was going to get my health back, I was going to have to embrace some changes. It means if we want to swing into Dunkin' Donuts on the way to church on Sunday morning, guess what? I'm not buying donuts. May get a coffee, but I've got to embrace the change. You've got to embrace the change in your life. Number eight, and this is going to be one or two full episodes. We'll get to this, but number number eight. I must say yes and no at the things necessary for me to reach mastery. I've got to learn to say yes to the necessary things and no to the unnecessary things. And I have a whole lesson planned out for this, uh, maybe two, as we, as we learn to tell ourselves yes and no. But I've got to say yes and no at things that'll keep me or help me reach those levels of mastery. And last of all, and this is going to be another episode too, is I must realize that there will always be setbacks, failures, obstacles, problems. 
I remember first of the year or at, during Christmas time and then reaching the first of the year. I was so excited about this series and I ended up getting the flu and then I ended up getting a head cold and I ended up getting infections and I just, I lost my voice. And so I was a week and a half late of getting these episodes started because I just couldn't speak. I'd have been whispering into the microphone and that just been weird. Last week was pretty rough, me trying to stifle coughing and, and hardly any voice sound like a, an alligator trying to talk into a microphone. There's just obstacles, there's setbacks, there's failures. I remember um, one major thing that, that kept us from belting up like we're supposed to in Kempo was COVID. We didn't have classes for a couple months. That was discouraging. That was a setback. I remember Chris's death, um, our son, when he passed away, that just really threw our lives in, into an upheaval, into a hurricane, and we were just tossed to and fro, and martial arts took a very, 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 very far back seat where I just would go and roll maybe once a week. I never, I didn't do karate. I was, I, I put, my, put that on the back, way on the back burner on simmer because it just wasn't important at the time. I needed to grieve. There's going to be setbacks. There's going to be failures. There's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be times where you're just not going to um, be able to push forward like you want. But that's okay. Because we're striving for mastery. We're not reaching a place of mastery. We're striving for it. We're, we're, we're working at trying to get to that point and place in life where we're working at it, where we're tempered, where we're working towards something. And isn't that what our relationship with the Lord Jesus is? If we were to bring this down to a, a, just a good, important conclusion is, isn't that what our Christianity is? Isn't that what our walk with God is? Isn't that our relationship with the Lord Jesus? Isn't that what it is and what it's supposed to be is a life? It's not just make a quick prayer and boom, get baptized and there, I'm all set. No, it's a, it's a life commitment of learning to walk with God and temper your life and, and every day strive to be a, a, a good child of God, be a, a good um, follower of Christ. Isn't that what we're supposed to be in our Christian walk? We don't reach the destination until we reach eternity. So this life, it's all about the journey. It's about the walk. It's about the, the, the building that relationship. striving for mastery that's what we're working toward it's not just going to 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 you're not just going to be able to pay a bill take a pill um cross a line make a quick decision and everything's going to be perfect and great and done that's not how it works in any area of life i want us to work really hard at getting the understanding that this is a process this is a work, and, 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 and it's a striving. It's not a destination. The destination doesn't come until eternity. That's when we reach the destination, and I'm so excited because I, I want to find out what's on the other side of that veil. But this life, it's all about striving. I've been going through the book of Ecclesiastes with our church, and it's just opened up so much more understanding about the importance of the journey, 
not just the destination. The importance of enjoying the journey God has for us, not just about getting to the point where this life is over and we step into eternity and full restoration. But there's a purpose for this journey that God has for us. And we ought to strive for mastery in our lives. The mindset, the heart set, the purpose, the goals, the lifestyle, the decisions, the the temperance. We're striving for mastery. Let me know if I can help you. Let me know if I can pray through something with you. Because every area of our life, every relationship, every goal, every dream, every desire, every attitude, every aspect of life, we ought to be striving for some mastery in our lives. That's what God's called us to do. He wants us to be temperate. It's a fruit of the Spirit. He wants us to be striving to be victorious and to to be good and to be right and to be helpful and to be the things that He's called us to do. Striving for mastery. Help us help to you. If you need me to pray for you, let me know. If you share this, this would be great. If you write a, a, a review, a five-star rating would be awesome. Help more people see the, the podcast. Share it. Tell folks about it. Um, reach out to me if you need to. It's here to help ministry at gmail.com. But let's strive for mastery in our life. Let's figure out. Let's count the cost. Let's determine what we're doing. Let's work toward it. Let's cut the, the, the dead weights. Let's work at trying to reach a heart set and a mindset and a lifestyle of striving for mastery in our life, of temperance in our life that we can we can be and do and 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 have those things that God wants us to be and do and have. Reach out if you need to. I'd love to hear from you. Let's have a great week. Let's keep working and striving for mastery in our life. Keep striving for that place in life where we can say, I am victorious. That sin is is no longer effective in my life. That's gone. I, I walk with God. I pray. I'm working at being a better husband. I'm working about being a better father, a better employee. Striving for mastery. Went a little long today, but I just wanted to give you my heart. Let's have a great week, and I'd love to hear from you. We'll talk to you later.